0: Welcome to Kadampa Podcasts. These podcasts offer practical solutions to daily challenges and help guide us to a happier and more peaceful state of mind. In each episode, you will find an extract from a teaching given by one of various Kadampa Buddhist teachers worldwide. All these teachings are inspired by the profound wisdom of Venerable Geshe Kelsang Gyatso Rinpoche, a Buddhist master for our time. We hope you will enjoy listening. Okay, so welcome. So today we are going to be looking at how we can practice a very unusual mind in the West, I think, one that we haven't really even, we don't even really think is maybe appropriate, which is quite wild, um, but is actually uh, maybe not what we imagine it to be and is one of the key mechanisms for us being able to really cherish others okay? really keep our mind in the right position you know so in the previous meditations um, we've been trying to develop this really strong determination I really will cherish others and when we can remember it it definitely works <laughs> no doubt it works we are more considerate more careful more respectful kinder because it's naturally there we just have got to pop the determination (laughs) remember that determination Uh, so one of the um aspects of losing that determination is this automatic reaction that again is a training we we have when we are with others Uh, uh, that you know, some we like, some we don't like, some whatever, we have different reactions. Uh, and those reactions also, because they're very immediate, you know, usually often based on nonsense, you know, just what somebody looks like, what we we imagine they are, you know, but they're, they're immediate and they can be based on their position, you know, what they do, uh, so, in order to be able to have a stronger, like, keep our determination not faltering, but really trying to be all-encompassing, um, one of the mental attitudes that I think is really interesting, so your homework, <laughs> interesting to investigate how to feel this mind without imagining it's something different than it is so what is it so this is uh, so it comes from the and you, as i read the lines it, that it's described within the verse but is that for langry Temper says whenever i associate with others may i view myself as the lowest of all so we think that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> like oh it doesn't even sound wise you know it sounds wrong actually Um, so within our western society we are constantly trying to support our confidence our self-esteem overcoming feelings of worthlessness and so forth Um, because we have a lot of negative as somebody said to me the other day a lot of negative (laughs) self-talk and that's true i think it's bad habits but that is not humility when we feel worthless, that is so the opposite of humility, you know? So, um, feeling worthless is self-cherishing in reverse, like hurting ourselves. I would say it is self-harm. It's an exaggerated sense of, instead of self-importance, self, still a focus on self that doesn't feel good enough and so feels discouraged and despondent and intimidated and afraid and anxious in the presence of others. And so to think that, may I view myself as the lowest of all, it's very easy for these connotations to be the only thing we have a reference with. And then think, well, I don't want want that, thank you. (laughs) Because we don't feel good when that occurs. So I think this takes a lot of contemplation when we are in the right mental framework uh viewing others as important to us precious to us um, is the mind that we're looking for so that doesn't automatically mean we feel less than them we feel worthless we feel not good enough it doesn't mean that okay um what this view will bring is just allowing us to keep everyone as important to us, precious to us. Uh, and so the mind of, that is humble isn't an exaggerated sense of I'm worthless, okay? But it is just an elevated sense that others are important we just don't have a big sense of i. <laughs> so that's our goal to be able to have a view of ourselves that doesn't exaggerate our sense of self. Have a view of others that definitely brings them into the into our feeling that they are important, whoever they are. You know how, how lovely to have that feeling that whether it's a um the queen or the king (laughs) or a beggar on the streets that for us equally we feel that their happiness is important no matter what their social standing and if we can lose the grasping at ourself and our position and who we are and how we feel and what people are relating to us as and all the nonsense that follows that but we can just literally try and hold your happiness is important to me it doesn't matter whether you're a uh, an ant and an antelope (laughs) or the highest person in society your happiness is important to me your prayer you know your well-being is important to me And therefore, if we're not relating, like grasping at who we perceive them to be, like a tiny insect, big animal, important person, it won't have a reflection on how we feel in the balance of that. So if we feel intimidated in somebody's, you know, intellectually powerful, financially powerful, whatever it is in society, oh, now, oh, I'm shy or whatever. Um, It doesn't reflect back to us we just feel equally everyone's happiness is important then we will relate with others with respect with kindness the same to everyone and then our feeling of insecurity when we're with different people of different you know, wherever, different social standing, different wealth, different society, whatever, however we uh, relate to others, it won't have that effect. It won't destabilize our mind because we'll have trained in thinking everyone is equally important, you know. Uh, So the, the, the recognition that if I can reduce the sense of self, but not so it's, I'm worthless. Okay, we're not going to that position. But just others are important to me. So my health and my well-being is also important. I'm not going to forget that. And In fact, it's the sense when we go to worthless and terrible, that's when we mistreat ourselves. We don't do what is healthy or good or wise for ourselves. But when we can just have a a natural sense of self that isn't more important than others, which is what we're training to do, of course we can look after ourselves. we can rest, we can be happy, we can, you know, um, live happily. <laughs> but within the context of others, we can naturally cherish, love them, care for them more, more effectively. Uh, so we don't need to have this imbalance, so whatever happens is good, like geshe getting out and his assistant getting out, both was fine. <laughs> how wonderful that would be, you know, how wonderful that would be. So, of course, we have to train in it, so it's, it's a method of going humility. It isn't an extreme sense of no worth, of course, but it's just a focus on others. Others are important to me. Geshe says, One of the advantages of of humility is that it enables us to learn from everyone. A proud person cannot learn from other people because he already feels he knows better than they. So, of course, the strong sense of self, which is why we we hold it. uh, And often... You know, even though it's not obvious, the sense of I am not good enough is a strong sense of, in, we would say inverted pride, because it's still a sense of self <laughs> that is making us feel insecure or uncomfortable is equally, um, like an inverted pride because the pride looks at self. You know, it's like Gen Ledeck said, we all feel ourselves to be the worst practitioner. <laughs> And we're all jostling for that position of being the best worst. Right. <laughs> so we just have to look at where it is, because there is, you know, it's even even like a, a, a homeless person on the street feels I'm a better. I I'm, I earn more money than that homeless person, <laughs> so I'm better at being homeless. I look more feeble, <laughs> or whatever it is, you know. So because we don't train in averting that excessive sense of self in whichever way it goes it prevents us from being able to learn from others you know so we just need to look at that we say uh, uh, you know family is always a good one because we don't see where our competitiveness comes in you know uh, that uh, we want more attention from somebody or other (laughs) whether it's our parents, our kids, our other siblings that we have and that jostling Position is still our sense of self that we have jealousy or competitiveness, or and this is where humility uh, we can train in. So we can just see that where our mind is relatively not balanced. So, just what we want to do is the relief of forgetting about our self importance and just really trying to view others as their happiness is important, but we haven't swung. And my happiness is completely not important. So we haven't strung to an extreme. We're just in the moment thinking your happiness is important. Of course I need to eat and I need to rest and I need to be happy with my family and so forth. Of course that's all n- normal. But our training is to try and feel in those situations that it doesn't matter. You know, that my my self-importance doesn't matter, my well-being definitely matters. Uh, And so we are relaxed and we are wise in looking after ourselves and so forth. On the other hand, a humble person who respects everyone and recognizes that they may even be an emanation of Buddha. So this is a, a mechanism by which we can subdue our sense of pride you know, when we just notice it, you know, we just notice it developing, me, what about me? <laughs> then we can just understand if we happen to catch that and go, I don't know who anyone is. And Geshe says, even thinking, maybe you're a holy being emanating just to help me train my mind more subtly, you know, in thinking, because of course, you know, it, it, definitely when I was in the presence of geshe um, I felt just like incredible respect and delight and fortune for being able to be in his presence. You know, so imagine if we had that for everyone. <laughs> how wonderful to be. You could be an emanation of my teacher. You could be an emanation of Buddha. You know, just popping in, see how are you doing? <laughs> how wonderful, you know. And if we could respect our boss, our neighbors, the people we pass on the streets, just they, they might be an emanation. You know, they might be a holy being. We have no idea what their minds are. And so that helps us, even if we're just thinking, I'm only pretending, doesn't matter, maybe, because we don't know for definite. This, it will elevate our mind to be able to respect on a level that perhaps we haven't felt before. And all I can say is that level of respect makes you so happy. If you feel inspired by this podcast, then dive deeper into timeless wisdom of modern Kadampa Buddhism by following the link in the episode description. We look forward to reconnecting with you in the next episode of Kadampa Podcasts.